Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 37 of the Weekly Yap, the Yes And podcast. And we're going to get right to it. Episode 37. Today is the day. It's the release of my first ever book in ebook fashion. It's called Three Words for Getting Unstuck Live Yes And. And that is available on Amazon Kindle. Uh, it's been available for pre order, but now, today, as of June 1st, the book is available for purchase, I believe for $5.99. And so finally, the book is available. Uh, I'm so excited to share the ideas uh, that I've been sitting with for years, that I've been living for years, and am still <laughs> continuing to live, uh, and, and just helping people get unstuck. Again, the three words, live yes and, three words for getting unstuck. And then there's 10 principles, many of which are out of the world of improvisation and my own coaching practice over the last few years. And so the ebook is June 1st, over the summer, I'm going to be formatting the book for a hard copy release, and I'm also recording the audiobook as well. And speaking of that audiobook, what I have for you today as a treat, I know a few weeks ago uh, I read the uh, introduction to the book, uh, and for today's weekly, yeah, for today's Yes and podcast, because the book comes out today, uh, I am reading chapter one of the book, which is the answer to how is yes. And so today's weekly yap is all about, uh, I'm encouraging you, this is shameless, I'm encouraging you to check out the book on Amazon Kindle, purchase a copy for yourself, purchase a copy for someone else, feel free to share it. If it's of any value to you, please share it with as many people as possible so we can share the yes and. And so before I get into chapter one, I just want to, uh, we're kind of moving into summer mode now. I'm going to be on the road for the next uh, couple of months at camp, sort of out of commission for a couple of weeks. Uh, I've got a couple of exciting podcasts coming up, one with Tracy Fenton, uh, but it's going to be a little bit more sporadic over the summer. I've been really diligent about doing the weekly podcast every week for 37 weeks, but there is a chance this summer we might have to take a few weeks off. I'm sure you guys will bear with me. Uh, and also want to give uh, a nice shout out to all of Massive Soccer, all of the families, all of the players. They finished the Disney tournament, uh, finished their season at the Disney tournament this Memorial Day weekend. Nine teams made it to the semifinals, four teams made it to the finals, and three teams won the championship, one of which my 14-year-old daughter, Trinity, was on that team. And it was uh, an exciting weekend, a hot, blistering weekend in Orlando, but a lot of fun and uh, just uh, a great opportunity to see so much growth mindset, yes mindset uh, in action with the players, with coaches, with parents, and uh, just a great way to kind of put icing uh, on the cake for the season for Massive Soccer. And uh, so that kind of transitions us into the summer. I will be doing some speaking, some training, and uh, hopefully a little vacation at the same time over the next couple of months. So please enjoy. Again, my name is Travis Thomas. My website is liveyesand.com. You can follow me on social media at liveyesand. And the book is three words for getting unstuck, Live Yes And. If you haven't had a chance for me to read the introduction, that was a few weeks ago. You can find that in the podcast. But here, please enjoy chapter one, the answer to how is yes. And please, please, please buy the book and share it with as many people as possible. Have a great Yes And day, everyone. Chapter one, the answer to how is yes. The answer to how is yes, Peter Block. 
It was one of those moments that is forever etched in my mind. It was October in 1998. My wife and I had just moved to Boston with new jobs. Our first weekend in town, we decided to catch a show in Boston's North End at an improv theater that had opened just a few months earlier. From the moment those lights went up, I was hooked. This is it. This is what I want to do. How do I do this? Growing up, I was a cheese ball. As soon as my parents bought a video camera, I used it to make horrible home movies with my friends. From hokey horror movies to recreating the NBA slam dunk contest on our Nerf hoops to our version of Cops, we thought we were clever. We weren't. Regardless, I loved being in front of the camera and creating stories. At a young age, I would stay up late enough to watch Saturday Night Live and memorize Eddie Murphy and Billy Crystal's sketches, even though I didn't understand most of the humor. It didn't matter. In my mind, I thought I was hilarious. My first impression as a child was trying to imitate Robin Leach from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. To this day, I still can't do accents. Just ask my improv partners. As the youngest in the family, my siblings and cousins had to endure my constant need to entertain. It was a pathetic plea for approval. My poor older brother, Tiger, not the golfer, was constantly barraged with his little annoying brother and his awful comedy. Tiger, 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 Tig, 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 Tiger, Tiger. After a minute or two of effectively tuning me out, he would eventually have to give in. What? In my best Billy Crystal butchered impression, you look marvelous. Yep, imagine that being your life for about 12 years. It was at this time the seeds of comedy were planted. My dream was to someday be on Saturday Night Live, yet pursuing acting or drama classes never occurred to me or my parents. This is the part of my life where I blame my parents for my professional failures. It's clearly their fault. Sports were my real passion as a child, and I definitely wasn't one of those weird theater kids. So if I were ever going to make it into the world of comedy, it wouldn't be by taking the traditional route. And then there I was in Boston in 1998, and the curtain lifted on the one thing I always wanted to do, but never found the time to actually do. It was time. The following Monday, I called to sign up for the Level 1 class in the Improv Asylum Training Center. I was in. As luck would have it, it was the first training center class for the newly opened theater. This meant getting to work and learn from the three co-owners of the theater, who also happened to be performers in the main stage cast. These were the performers from the show, and now I was getting to learn from them firsthand. All it took was one class. That's it. I was all in. I still remember riding the subway back from the first night and just feeling lit up. It's all I wanted to do. How was I going to survive with only one class a week? I had an improv addiction. The next day, my wife and I were walking to lunch. I remember this conversation so vividly, the image is still stuck in my head today. We were on Belvedere Street in Boston's Back Bay, just about to enter the Prudential Building, when I told her, I'm eventually going to make it onto the main stage cast. There was no real reason for my confidence. I was never the bold, confident type who would make brash predictions and then back them up. And remember, I had no acting or comedy experience up to this point. But this was different. There was power and providence behind this feeling. I didn't know how I was going to progress to that level and then actually get cast into the show, but a feeling is a feeling. Have you ever had one of those feelings? Knowing how was unimportant. It was the fact that I knew I needed to be an improviser, 
so the how would just have to take care of itself. Little did I know how profound and prophetic that realization would be in my life. It wasn't until years later that I was introduced to the idea and book by Peter Block titled, The Answer to How is Yes. That title sums it up. I didn't know how I was going to fulfill my dream, but all I needed to say in that moment was yes. By saying yes, I was giving myself permission to move forward in the direction I wanted to go. If I had pulled back and spent too much time in the how, I would have stopped. Paralysis from analysis. When we hang out in the how, we find all the realistic and rational reasons for why it is not going to happen. If I were to stop and entertain those ideas, I probably could have come up with this list. You're 25 and have never taken an acting or comedy class before. Do you actually think you're funny? Based on what? You have a new job in a big city and don't have time for this. This city has lots of talented actors who actually have experience. It's a small cast and you're one in a thousand. Did I mention you're not that funny? So yes, my list may have looked something like that. But that didn't matter. I loved it. I couldn't personally control whether I made it to the main stage cast or not, but I needed to give it a shot. Over the next two years, I completed all six levels of the training center. In chapters to come, I'll share some of the details and learning insights that occurred during this time. Upon completion of the training center, the theater was growing so successfully that they needed to develop a second cast to help with touring and corporate shows. After enduring my first ever professional audition, I am proud to say I was cast as a member of the first ever Improv Asylum Touring Company. A few years later, with more transition, I became a member of the first ever Improv Asylum NET cast, a developmental cast to the main stage cast. Not long after that, an amazing thing happened. I was called in, sat in front of the owners, and asked if I wanted to join the main stage cast. Yes! Three years previous, I was walking down Belvedere Street with my wife when I told her I would one day be on the main stage. I had a dream without a plan. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. Instead of quitting before even getting started, I simply said yes. The answer to how is yes. This book is not about predictions. It is about the power and possibility that go to work when you say yes to what is happening and then make a decision to be true to yourself, your purpose, and your authenticity. My experience in Boston proved to me what is possible when you give yourself permission to say yes, despite the odds, fears, and distractions masked in the how. It is obvious to me now that the improv stage was the perfect classroom for being introduced to the power of yes. On that street in Boston, I took a stand for a dream I believed in simply by saying yes. Little did I know that that one simple word packed in it the power to change my life and many more to come. The answer to how is yes. What that really means is the answer to how is giving your consent. Your yes is you giving your consent that what you really desire and envision is indeed possible. It might not feel probable, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. Your yes is your faith. Your yes is your belief. Most of us stop because we cannot fathom or figure out how something could actually work out. We overthink the situation and convince ourselves that it is hopeless and impossible. 
we mistake not knowing the how as reason for not even beginning in the first place. Our rational and realistic thinking kicks in and dashes our hope, convincing us to stay put, play it safe, and keeping our heads out of the clouds. Our culture loves focusing on the how before there has even been time to consider the possibilities of our dreams. Or it is your own nurtured insecurity that doesn't allow you to even entertain such notions. Whatever the reason, society has great aim when it comes to shooting down dreams. But when you say yes, you embrace the unknown. When you say yes, you allow forces that you cannot see to go to work in your favor. When you say yes, you step outside of your comfort zone and into your growth zone. Wayne Gretzky once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Your yes is where your life begins. So, now that we have introduced you to the yes, let's see what is possible when we add the and. Unstuck principle number one. The answer to how is yes. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Cruz. Call a law card in the foot of Prince of the South. Kill a gabba-dabba-douche. I just got out. 